Uh, good morning, everybody. Happy to have you along with us. Uh, keep in mind, uh, Dufferin uh, closed between Talbot and Rideout Street North. That's uh, until the end of next week. Detours are in place. Uh, let's talk about Budweiser Gardens. After 20 years, uh, it could be uh, getting a bit of a facelift here. City politicians discussed the, the uh, financial plan to upgrade uh, the arena yesterday. The expansion will be done in two phases. The first would focus on customer-centric enhancements. The second would deal with the infrastructure, the so-called uh, back-of-house. Uh, total cost would be $33.3 million. 80% of that would be covered by the City of London. A report by KPMG found the expansion and renovation would result in approximately $53 million of incremental cash uh, for the city uh, over uh, the flow uh, or the remaining term of the agreement. Uh, the uh, Corporate Services Committee was discussing this uh, yesterday. They voted 4-1 in favor of this and now goes to full council in a couple weeks' time. Uh, Deputy Mayor Sean Lewis is the chair of the Corporate Services Committee and joins us now. Uh, appreciate the time today. Good morning, Devin. Always happy to chat with you. So is there any question in your mind that London should be doing this? I know you voted in favour of it. There's not. And, and, you know, for me, it comes down to the bottom line. Um, Not the most exciting part of the report, but when you get to Appendix C and when you look at the cash uh, flow that Budweiser Gardens will generate for the city, um, if we do nothing, the status quo over the remaining uh, term of the building, so the next 25 years, uh, we will get uh, about $5.5 million in revenue generation. That's the projection. If we go ahead with this $33 million investment in that next 25 years, uh, we will get about, based on the projections, $53 million. Uh, if I can put in uh, $33 million and get $53 million back uh, versus do nothing and only get $5 million back, I'm taking the uh, $53 million return on investment every time. There has been some question about how uh, the split was done. It's 80-20 us and the vendor. How was that split decided? Do we know? Well, it's really quite simple. We're the owner of the building at the end of the day. The, The vendor is putting in money to make upgrades to the concessions, to generate the revenue, but it's our asset. Um, you know, there's the, the complicated trust thing because there was a three-way partnership with the city when, when this was built. Um, but it comes down to at the end of this 50-year agreement, we own the building, we own the land, it's our asset. So, of course, we're expected to be the major capital contributor. What's the danger of not doing it? Well, the danger of not doing it is that we see the decreasing returns on investment because we start attracting fewer big acts we stop attracting the big sporting events like the tim hortons briar uh like the memorial cup like the world figure skating championships because budweiser gardens is starting to show its age a little bit we are no longer in back of house uh the dressing room facilities and uh things like that are no longer up to ohl standards of today Uh, When you have a major sporting event like the Briar come in, uh, the back of house spaces for uh, media set up, the green room for guests on on national television, those kind of things are not up to standards of of production today. Um, So there's that piece. And also the concession stands are, are getting 
updated to? Would they want to go to a new model there? And so you're also going to see decreasing return on investment that way too. Uh, At a time when we are doing so well, when we are really punching above our weight in terms of uh, what we attract to Budweiser Gardens in terms of music acts, in terms of other performances, in terms of sporting events, this arena is doing way better than people thought it would. And to walk away from that now by not making an investment, it just doesn't make any sense. Uh, we want to keep bringing those big things to London. In fact, we want to do better. You know, I, I've talked about it before, you know, the, the gold standard in hockey. We want to get that World Junior Championship here. Uh, but we're not going to do that unless we make these sorts of investments today. 80% of $33 million is about $26 million and uh, change. Uh, how are we going to uh, afford this? What are we gonna, how are we going to pay for this when we have a lot of very important issues, a homelessness uh, front and centre that needs to be uh, covered as well? Yes, well, of course, we, we have lots of important issues. Uh, you know, the great thing about municipal government is we can walk and chew gum at the same time. Uh, we, we can and we have to do more than one thing uh, at a time. But uh, the good news is the property tax payers are not on the hook for a nickel of this. This is going to be funded through the municipal accommodation tax, well, you know, the, the so-called hotel tax. Uh, we are going to use the Tourism Infrastructure Reserve Fund, which has been uh, building up a surplus uh, or a, a bank account um, specifically for tourism-related investments. That's what we have to use that money for. It's not a we can take that money and go spend it on somewhere else. Um, the, the legislated required powers of, from the government of Ontario that even allow us to charge this tax say it has to go back into tourism. It's a tourism pays for tourism approach to things. So that's how we're going to pay for it. And that's the other piece why, of why this investment is so important. It's not just the revenue through the gates. And remember, we do get revenue sharing on the ticket sales every year. So we get money back every single year from Budweiser Gardens profit lines. But we also see hotel stays because of Budweiser Gardens, people coming in from out of town for concerts and staying the night, those kind of things. We see full restaurants in the downtown on nights when Budweiser Gardens has an event happening. So the spinoff benefits in the economic impact aren't even considered in this report. This is just the direct benefit. So the benefit's even bigger than the $53 million at the end of the day. Sean, as always, I appreciate the time. Thank you very much. Always happy to chat with you, Devin. And uh, if, if you're down there uh, this weekend, I might even see you at the rink for uh, one of those, you know, London Knights games that uh, your colleague Mike Stubbs has been known to uh, uh, comment on on air. It is entirely possible. As always, thanks. Have a great week. That's uh, Deputy Mayor Sean Lewis. Uh, Final decision on this is going to be October 17th.